Hello, welcome back to Tay Rock Rockin' Well, the podcast. Today I'm joined with a very special guest, Queen Jordan Hedger. She is a holistic health coach and welcome to the podcast. How are you, Queen? Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. I'm good. Uh, Just excited to talk and yeah, dive deep into this. Yes, you have so much to offer. I see you growing all your self-growth and you've been taking huge leaps and transitions in your life and I can't wait to dive deeper into them and explore more of what you have to offer. Uh, Let's start with like how we know each other first off. Um, I used to work at SoulCycle and so did you. We started riding bikes together and now you actually went from a rider to an instructor. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, so what was it? We met, I want to say, two years ago. Uh, I started working front desk at the Soul Cycle in San Diego, which you were at the one in La Jolla. I was in Del Mar. And we were both pretty devoted riders, I would say, whenever we weren't working front desk. We would be taking class. So I remember we would take class together, um, depending on our schedules. And the riding, I mean, you know, Taylor, it's just, it's a special experience that you leave that room feeling like your best damn self like there's no other feeling um like it and so i knew kind of it was that summer that i want to do something a little more than just be a writer i always looked up to all the instructors that we would take and i was like damn i really would love to make the impact that they have on me and allow writers in that room to leave that room feeling the same way that i did so that's kind of where my first thought was in terms of okay i kind of want to go from a writer to an instructor okay and so you no longer are in california you're in florida and so when you started to teach now in florida what was like the the transition like between being okay you know being inspired to then being the person who inspires how does that play on you and you know we'll go into your holistic coaching but you know do you get purpose from that or does it also help in your coaching how how does that work yeah totally so stepping into writer into instructor is a whole journey self-discovery journey in itself it's very different if you've taken soul cycle or any spin class it's very different just riding to the beat of the music getting it on the bike but then actually getting on a mic and getting up on a podium and teaching to a class full of people who are relying on you to give them that energy that they need for their day so i always self-doubt is going to come into play no matter whenever you're up leveling into something bigger and something that's a little out of your comfort zone so when backtrack a little covid hit and soul cycle i was furloughed working front desk there so i made my way out to the east coast from san diego and i knew that spin and riding a stationary bike in that dark room was something that was very important for my mental health so found a very similar studio to soul cycle and it was a private studio and i asked if they were taking on instructors ended up going through training there and through that training process i they obviously saw that i could ride the bike and i had the skills uh that being said i had no idea how i would be on the mic so i told them that um they brought me into training and i have to say the first three weeks of training was a lot of mental clutter in my head of self-doubt and can i even do this is this even right for me i know i could ride the bike once again but i didn't i was having a lot of trouble finding my voice and finding 
my message and how to properly just teach a class it was it was hard it's it's a very rough transition so the best piece of advice i want to say like two to three weeks into training i just got out of my head something hit like stop trying to be so perfect and take words and phrases from other instructors and just start being you bring your energy bring your ride and style into it and the riders will get that from you. It's it's all an energy exchange. And the minute I got out of my head and just started getting more into the moment and into the groove of things is when everything started to flow. My music choice, my coaching style, me finding my voice. It's more of just having fun and bringing that energy than ra- rather than trying to be perfect up there. Right. And for those of you who don't know, um, you know, a soul cycle class is where you ride Uh, stationary bikes in a dark room and there's probably about 56 and what Jordan's expressing is the energy and that's what we feed off of it's not a you know how many calories are you burning it's more about the community it's more about the energy exchange and uh, soul cycle is known for being motivational and I think that's why a lot of people string to it and how Jordan was mentioning like it was part of my mental health and that's why I think it's interesting now that you were like you know I once depended on this community to you know keep my mental health thriving but now I'm, I'm creating that community I'm on the other end I'm you know being the one to inspire others and it's a incredible journey and I know that you have a lot to say especially um your Instagram you're very motivational you're wanting to help people it's always your main priority you're always growing you're learning and you're sharing that growth with others and I definitely admire that about you uh with that being said how and when did you start realizing you wanted to get into holistic health coach and what did that journey look like and what do you do day to day yeah, so this this might be a long one. <laughs> Basically, so going back to high school, I was a devoted equestrian. So I was at the barn riding horses. I was very active every single day. I did not start, I didn't have a social life. I was riding was my everything. So I never once thought about food, body image, what living a healthy lifestyle meant. I just was riding, like riding horses was my entire life. And so went to college Um, I ended up giving up writing and I felt as if I lost a part of me a part of my identity when I went to college because riding horses was really all I had and so going into college and being in a sorority and being in that binge drinking culture was kind of a slap in the face for me I didn't understand really who I was or what I was doing I was just going with the flow with everything and so my freshman year sum it all up I left that year feeling it was so much fun but I felt absolutely disgusting so I'll never forget my sophomore year I just felt so gross my clothes were tight I was just not I'm like this is not a good feeling at all Uh, and I remember going home right before Thanksgiving break and I was like something's got to change and I remember hearing from someone diet culture is huge obviously especially in the Greek system and a lot of it has to do with how you look and your appearance and so I remember hearing from someone somewhere carbs are the enemy cut carbs diet galore so I remember going on Google and searching a low carb paleo diet I made up this diet and I went home that Thanksgiving break and I basically went cold turkey on all carbs all sugar and was basically eating vegetables and protein and if I was drinking I was chasing with water and lemon or the zero calorie chaser and not eating a lot if I were to drink so obviously when you change that much 
with your lifestyle, your body is going to react. So I lost a good amount of weight. And I remember going on vacation, posting a picture and uh, in the comments was, you look so amazing. Oh my gosh, you look incredible. And I was like, wow, people are noticing how I look. It was all about the way I looked. And that kind of fed into this toxic cycle of wanting to continue to look a certain way, this ideal body type that diet culture puts out there. And so all throughout my sophomore year was these continued eating habits that eventually led to major restricting. And then when I would drink, binging, and then working it all off and going back into the cycle. And I didn't think much of it at the time. Uh, at the time I had a boyfriend, I, had, I was working at SoulCycle in Seattle, I had the job, I had the sorority, I had school, and I was like, everything's great, it, it's fine. I have the body, like yes, I'm engaging in, you know, these behaviors that aren't binging and restricting and throwing up here and there. I mean, trigger sorry, trigger warning a little bit, but it was, I didn't think much about it. Um, so then we get to my junior year and something inside of me, my body just put up the middle finger and it was my mental health went down the drain. I don't even know the true day or it was just the beginning of my junior year and I was done. My body was done and my mental health went down downhill. Anxiety was skyrocketing and I every day was more and more depressed, down. I had no motivation to go to class, have conversations with my friends. I remember taking myself out of the group chat of our texts and just cry, like crying to my mom. No one really understands. It's very hard to put yourself in someone else's shoes when they're going through that and you are okay on the other side, which is totally understandable. So I had a very big realization that something obviously is not right. I went home to, uh, what was it for, so this is my junior year. I went home right before winter break and I saw a psychiatrist. I got on medication, which was one of the greatest things that I did for my mental health at the time. Started feeling better and I had a broad to look forward to. I know this is long, bear with me, we get to the end. Um, so I had a broad to look forward to and that was the next quarter. So. I knew though that I couldn't travel to Europe and I couldn't travel and go do everything that I wanted to do in this headspace um, it, with my mental health downhill and with these eating habits that were still with me. So going on medication was probably one of the best things that I did at the time before going to Europe. And when I got to Europe, there was something inside of me that just said, you literally cannot survive in Rome off of Caesar salads and there's no way, there's absolutely no way, there's also no gyms no there are but i wasn't going to get a gym membership for the three weeks that i was in rome and traveling so that was a big wake-up call for me that it's just time to start getting out of your own way start living in this talk stop living in this toxic headspace and just start enjoying life and so i remember the first week you know i had the pizza and it was really uncomfortable but then i just kept going with it and i had the gelato and two three weeks into it i was eating everything and anything my body didn't change one bit. I was the happiest I've ever been. I felt like I was in the present moment, living life, laughing with my friends. It was the most alive I've ever felt in a very long time. And I was eating all the food. I wasn't obsessed with food anymore. And it was like all of my issues just slowly started diminishing because I was living in the moment and actually enjoying life. I hadn't had this much energy and liveliness to me in a very long time. And so then I got back from abroad. It was three months. I was there for a quarter and I was back in the same environment um, in my sorority house that triggered a lot of these behaviors prior. Um, 
So obviously I wasn't all the way back into that low of a headspace, but I definitely was a little uncomfortable. And I knew abroad really sparked my interest in health and wellness. Like, okay, I can eat the pizza. I can have the gelato. I don't have to work out like a crazy person. I can walk, keep it very simple. And I could still be the happiest, healthiest version of myself. What, why is there diet culture? Why is there obsession with thinness and looking a certain way and having to cut carbs? I became very intrigued because through my own experience, uh, I just realized that you didn't have to be so crazy about your health and wellness and how you looked. So I went home that summer from Seattle. I left. I needed a big detach from that place. And I went home and I remember committing to myself, I want to dig deeper into this health and wellness interest and kind of take my journey and see where where it takes me so i invested on top of school i had one more year of college and i invested in iim which is the institute for integrative nutrition it is a holistic health coaching program and i just kind of trusted my gut i had no idea really what a health coach was i was doing it for my own sake of i want to understand what exactly does it mean to live a healthy lifestyle what like food wise what do you need to eat i wanted to know everything i was so intrigued because i tasted for the first time abroad what it was like to be that vibrant energetic healthy like truly mentally and physically and emotionally happy healthy self so i trusted my gut i invested in this course on top of school and from there i did a six month accelerated program with iin i wasn't interested in coaching at the time uh i didn't even think about becoming a coach. I was really just doing it for myself. And then once I graduated from IIN and college at the same time, I was like, you know what? My heart is really screaming for me to take on coaching and making impact. And I think impact for me was a huge thing. Like I felt personally, I have been through a lot through my own health and wellness journey. And I wanted to give the lessons that I have inside of me and help others on their journey. So that is kind of my whole journey with health and wellness and how I got to where I am. I know it's really long. (laughs) No, that's amazing. I think that so many people can relate to you on some level. You said at least nine things and I'm like, yep, I've lived that and took different journeys in my life. And, um, you know, it's no secret the way that not not only women, but men and all non-binary experience body image whether it's i'm too small i'm too big i'm this it's kind of like there's never a perfect and the only perfect is to come to terms with it and feel happy and gratitude and feel that um present moment that you keep talking about when it comes to eating the food and not worrying like oh you know once i was this way or will this make me look another way or make me feel another way in the future it's about being present and raising your vibrations and Uh, I think you have a lot to say and so many people (laughs) will relate to that. Uh, So what when you do coach, what kind of people come to you and, you know, what what do you say to them? Like, how does that conversation look like? I know when you first got it started, I was like intrigued what you were doing. We kind of briefly talked, but catch me up to date. What are you doing now? Yeah. So a lot of people say to niche down and get this very specific target market of okay only work with binging people who binge and restrict and that's how you attract your ideal clients and i'm not going to lie i am pretty new in the coaching space i graduated uh, from iin a year ago i wasn't even considering becoming a coach and i've really accelerated my coaching and my brand and my uh services just honestly the past 
eight, eight months. So the clients that I've attracted have, they are the most amazing humans. They, it's not all one niche category. It's, there's one overall common theme of wanting to feel and show up as your best, most energetic self and really fueling your body with real whole foods while also being able to indulge here and there, but wanting to feel really good. And feeling really good comes from treating yourself from a place of love and respect. And we know that binging and restricting and over-exercising, none of that comes from from a place of respecting who you are. So I say the overarching uh, theme that all of my clients do focus on and want for themselves are just showing up as their their best self. Uh, that being said, some of them struggle with their relationship with food. Others struggle with wanting to lose some extra weight and they're holding on to energetic weight. So it really does vary. Others are just wanting to show up in a way that is a little out of their comfort zone and developing habits that are going to support them. So once again, it is that one major theme of showing up as your best self. And with that is just learning how to fuel your mind with thoughts and because your thinking obviously affects everything that you do. Your thoughts create your actions, your actions create your reality. It's funny, I just posted a video on this today that you watched. So really just understanding how your mindset affects every single thing that you do. The mindset work is huge. And also learning how to fuel your body, like real whole foods are so important. Your body needs the right nutrients. It doesn't, your body doesn't function, your brain doesn't function right when you're eating sugar and processed foods and McDonald's and once in a while it's fine, but if consistently you're fueling your body with processed foods, you're gonna feel and look a certain way. It's just inevitable, it's bound to happen. So learning how to fuel your body in a place from love and respect and yeah it's really a lot of mindset work behind all of this like why are you eating this way or why is your relationship with food this way or why are you feeling this way it's really digging deep into the why behind all of this no i everything you're saying right now is my current time and so i'm on a you know i don't have a coach to guide me but when i say i'm always trying to evolve that's my mission and i'm always trying to just figure out myself go back into trauma heal from that trauma move forward i'm always trying to figure it out and um you know i I, maybe i would not i'm not opposed but i don't have a coach i enjoy doing it by myself but i'm always intrigued when i hear you talk i listen to your stories i'm always the first to support you because i'm like yes she has it like you have a message that you can share with others and that's also why i started this podcast the very first podcast i said like i'm constantly growing and i want to share the growth with others i want to share what other people are doing to grow help others grow and i want to share it because i like you had these epiphany moments where i'm like damn, I have control over my life. I choose what goes into my mouth. I choose what energy I spend putting in places. And once I realized, dang, I really have this control and this power is when I was like, oh, I want it for myself. I'm going to start feeding myself what I want. And then I realized when I start feeding myself, I can feed others more. And so, um, something that I'm on current time and I even have I want to make a whole episode about this but I gave myself 90 days okay and so what motivated me is that I went back through my old journals and for months I mean maybe seven eight months I didn't know I was writing the same thing I really didn't until one day I went back and read old entries and the entries were just like why am I holding myself back 
why am I scared of my full potential? Why do I not honor myself? Like, and you know, it wasn't exactly like that, but that was the reoccurring theme is I couldn't understand why I'm doing the things I'm doing even though I don't feel as if it's my full potential. It was almost like I was faking it. It was like, yeah, you know, it's just like I work out, okay, like let's take a daily movement, for example. Like anything I chose to do that daily movement was just another thing to knock off my to-do list. It wasn't to ground myself. It wasn't to spend time with myself or to fill myself the energy. I was totally lacking the purpose of what I was doing. It was just routine and I wasn't grounded, wasn't present. The things that you keep saying is like I wasn't I wasn't there and I felt like a robot, you know? I was like, where am I? Why am I doing these things? And so the when I really came down is like, okay, I'm, I'm done of wanting to do things and not seeing results in my life and then feeling as if sorry for myself, I guess. I felt sorry for myself and I was done feeling sorry for myself. I was done making excuses. And so I made a mantra. I said, I honor myself. That's been my mantra. I've been in this mantra for about 30 days. So I still have about 60 days to go. But I told myself, no matter what, I am going to honor myself to the extreme for 90 days, all in a streak, you know, the power of momentum, the power of streaking. I was like, I'm going to do it no matter what. And when I say no matter what, things came up. Like, I have a million reasons why I shouldn't have or why I should have quit or bigger things have came up. And I guess that's kind of what I wanted. I want to prove to myself that even when big things come up, even when a lot of things are creating my energy, I honor myself. And I'm going to extreme depths to do so. And at first, so like, for example, I can give you some things. I yeah. told myself for 90 minutes a day, I have to focus on my physical health. And so for 45 minutes, I normally do like um, a traditional like workout or so. But then like another one I say has to be outside. So I've been pulling my soul cycle bike outside. I've been walking outside. I've just been making myself get in nature. And I wrote all of these guidelines for myself based upon things that I was writing that I feel as if I needed guidance in. For example, I'm like, why don't I spend time outside? I love the way it makes me feel, but I don't. So then I created, okay, well, you have to go outside for 45 minutes a day, no matter what, queen. Like, that's what you're doing. And so, example like that, or I would take big gulps of water at night and be like, oh, this feels so good. Why don't I drink water throughout the day? It's like little things like that where I'm like, why the heck am I not honoring myself? Why am I not giving myself water? I have the complete capability of giving myself water and I don't. And so I created some guidelines like that. I also journal every day, meditate every day, and like a few little cheeks and tricks that I'm like you're gonna honor yourself and it is a lot of work when I kid you I plan out my calendar it's about three hours out of my day that I genuinely be like no one can interrupt these hours these are tailor hours sorry and you know I started summer school and they're crash courses and all this stuff where I'm starting to feel like oh I don't have time but now I'm like okay it's time to pick out the energies that you know you don't have time for and really dive in on your energy but first at most priority honoring myself and I think that's what you're teaching others and I think that's your momentum and when you were talking about uh, the power of attraction or law of attraction and everything on your platforms it relates to me it speaks to me because I'm like yes I'm on a similar wavelength I'm on those same vibrations I can 
fully relate to what you're saying and so that's why I'm like what what does your daily like for you personally what does your daily day look like with your clients and then with yourself because being a coach takes a lot of energy you're giving to other people all day so how do you feed yourself back yeah so one I want to just go back to what you just elaborated on because you are incredible for committing to yourself the first step is understanding that you it's building awareness around what's not working in your life so you took action and action is always the answer there is something if you are not happy with where you're at like you said once you realize that you are 155 percent responsible for your life things begin to really shift because you're like i have control over my physical health over my emotional health over my mental health over everything that i attract into my life and once you take action with all of that like you did it's like almost as if you get sick of your shit. You get sick of going through the journals, like you said, and seeing that your days were all the same. When you're going through the motions, it doesn't feel good to be numbed out, to scroll on social media, to go through the motions, to sit at your nine to five, to go home, to eat, to sleep, to do it all over again. I haven't heard from a lot of people that that feels good. And this is the one thing that I always say to my clients and to social media and to whoever I'm talking to, you deserve to live a life that feels good and when you focus on the feeling everything else starts to come because that's how the universe and law of attraction and manifesting what you want it's all based on feeling and energy that's just a universal law and so i just love everything that you said it's like one getting sick of your shit sick of where you've been up leveling to who you want to be and then every single day making a commitment to yourself whatever it takes to be that version of yourself that you know you can be and this is where i kind of combine manifestation and law of attraction with this the whole beingness and less doingness and being the person you want to be this is the manifestation part that i combine with the health coaching part to really skyrocket results and transformation and so go back to your question what was i just wanted to go back to what you said but what was the question what's the day in my life of coaching look like well, not only that, I just want to know like how I'm like, okay, this is how I honor myself. And I'm saying you, your profession is to give people the tools to honor themselves. Yeah. And you're exchanging a lot of your energy to bring a lot of your vibrations to bring other people up with you. Right. And so how do you feed yourself if you're always giving? Like, what do you do to honor yourself? Yeah. So like I said, energy is everything. And this is just a rule that you probably have heard a lot of people say but a coach has to have a coach like whether you're a fitness professional whether you are a mindset coach whatever kind of you need you need a coach if you want to up level in your life you need to invest in yourself investing in yourself is the best gift to give yourself because what you do is you up level your mindset you up level who you are as a human being so then you can go serve those around you you investing in your health and just your mental well-being by doing what you're doing is going to allow you to show up for everyone else in your life that much stronger so i have invested in many courses i invested in a mindset coach um, a business coach this is i all i have invested and i currently do invest in self-development i'm so into personal growth and personal development i'm constantly evolving and looking to get to the next level Um, so i think having accountability like i said the coaching it's all accountability and guidance and support which is why you know clients invest in themselves and then i in order to show up for those clients i need to do my part and invest in myself so i can show up for them to the best of my ability for me a morning routine and i know this sounds really cliche but if i don't get my morning right if i'm not in the right headspace 
my day is not looking too hot. So I make sure that I am doing what I need to do in the morning for myself to show up the rest of the day because you even said it, teaching classes, coaching clients, it's a lot of giving. And the only way to give is if you get. So I need to give myself and get that energy right back to me in order to give that to other people, whether it be in class or my clients or even just family. Yeah. Now, I totally 1000% understand. And I've actually been even looking and researching into getting a business coach um, and kind of just maybe accountability coach is what I'm intrigued on. I think right now I, I, for whatever reason, I'm just like, if I can prove to myself for these 90 days, then that's my next step. It's almost like I need to just do this for myself first. And then like, I can just feel my momentum and like the rubber band slowly, but surely getting stretched out more. And then I'm ready to just let go and fly. Like I'm, you know what I mean? I'm just like, okay, building that momentum. So you keep talking about energy and you kind of keep throwing in the word manifestation. So let's go there. What does it mean to when you say manifest your life, when it says bring in the law of attraction, what does that actually mean when you just start throwing those terms around? Yeah, so it's funny because I use these terms pretty loosely and all over, and I feel like people don't really understand what it means. Like what in the world is manifestation? I used to not, I never believed in any of this stuff. I was not into the woo-woo, that's what people call it, the spiritual side of things. I was never into it until until COVID hit and I moved out to the East Coast and I literally in a global pandemic manifested a dream job that I wanted. I began attracting clients. I began showing up as a different version of myself and I began attracting all of these things that I once only dreamed of. And I know it sounds so silly, but truly. And I was like, okay, this is not some woo-woo spiritual fake thing. Manifestation is real. And here's the thing with manifestation we are manifesting at all times. So the energy you give is the energy that you get. The thing is, it's it's whether you're manifesting the right things for you. Because if you are putting out lack energy, and when I say lack energy, it's constantly this energy of, I don't have enough, I need more money, I need, I need, I want. When you are constantly giving that out, that is exactly what the world is gonna give you back. You're never gonna be satisfied. You're never gonna be content. And so when you can start being really grateful for where you're at, even if it's not your ideal condition, we're never going to be at our ideal state. We're always looking for more, which is fine, but you need the first step towards manifesting something greater, something bigger, something that you may want is being grateful for where you're at. And when you can start noticing everything that's working in your life and everything that you already have that you're so grateful for, gratitude and giving that energy back out will then give you exactly what you want. And the one thing with manifestation is you have to take action. You can't just visualize, you can't just meditate your way and sit there and hope that what you want is going to come. You have to get a really clear intention, first of all, of why you want what you want. Get really clear, get specific. You need to then become that kind of person who already has what you want. You have to act as if you already have it. And then you need to completely surrender. It's out of your control as to how it's going to happen, when it's going to happen. Your only job is to show up the way you know you can. Show up as the version of yourself who already has what you want. And the universe, whatever you believe in, I just call it the universe, whatever, you know, will bring it into your life in a matter of time. You just have to have unwavering belief in yourself. Belief is another thing. If you don't have the belief, 
it's going to make it very difficult for that to manifest into your life. So I hope that all clicks and makes sense. Jordan, it makes so much sense. And the reason I'm just like sitting here in awe and admiring you is because I feel like where you are, I'm just a little behind because I, um, I also never people talk about manifesting and I guess I knew what it was, but I never thought, what is it? You know what I mean? I never thought, what what are people talking about? What is happening? And so I recently just picked up part of this 90 day honoring myself as I told myself I want to read more. So I said, okay, every day you have to read at least 10 pages of a book. That was like part of my thing. So with that, I have completed a book called You're a Badass at Making Money. Yes, I love that book. Yeah, it's everywhere. How could you not read it? (laughs) So I was like, okay, I'm going to pick up this book. So this book has lived in my house because I started writing it in 2017 and I read the first chapter in 2017 and then here we are in 2021. I finally decided to pick it back up and so actually read it and so I'm reading it and I thought they were going to give me tips and tricks similar to what all my business courses tell me to do. So I'm like ready to you know take notes and take it all in and then all of a sudden she's not going over business things or she's not going over um (laughs) skills she's saying you have to manifest it that's how you do it that's how you make money and I'm like oh my what is this girl telling me right now (laughs) like I'm kind of like shook for a minute and so I'm really intrigued and so she starts talking about manifesting she talks about how she gives you little tools on how to like undo ways you think about money and stuff and so it really inspired me to be like not only money but everything in my life what are things that i'm attracting and so i was like okay i'm over not believing not ever not necessarily not believing but just not giving energy towards the idea so i'm like okay i'm ready to take it on i'm intrigued so i start listening to podcasts where they talk about manifesting i start reading other books i'm listening to all this stuff and all of a sudden i'm like how did everybody know about this but me (laughs) like you know what i mean that's kind of how i felt so i was like okay so long story short i'll like save you the details but i was like okay so then Every once in a while, things would happen and I'd be like, oh my gosh, it happened. It really worked, you know, and then, you know, but I was like, that's, that's just weird coincidence. And then it kept happening where I was like, I need to start telling people because they're not going to believe me if I don't tell people. So I start telling everybody around me. I'm like, do you remember when this happened? But then this happened and everyone's like, wow, Taylor, that's really cool, but nothing. So then it, it basically everything keeps happening now we're like I'm not even shocked anymore it's kind of just like a confirmation that I'm on the right path it's like oh there it is again like thank you universe for letting me know I'm still aligned and so I when you talk I'm like another like how does everybody know about this am I late to the party no and here's the thing you're not it's just People, like I said, people are manifesting every single second of every day, but they're not aware of what they're manifesting until you get your internal world. Manifestation is simply getting your thoughts right, right? And in alignment, alignment is such a buzzword, but truly when you become aligned as a human being, like you said, you're committed to yourself, you know what you want. So you're starting for the next 90 days to show up as this tailor that you haven't really seen yet. And as you continue to show up as her, you are going to start attracting and manifesting what you want in your life because you're showing up as that version. So alignment is huge. And then, like you said, you start seeing all these signs and the angel numbers. 
it's crazy. I'll be driving. And if anyone was next to me, they'd be, they'd think I'm out of my mind. But I'm like, oh my God, I'm on the right path because I see the number that I've been seeing at every hour of every day. People just, I don't know if it's, they don't believe in manifestation or they don't know because there's science behind it. It's like quantum physics too, which is a whole nother ball game of a conversation, which I truly am not the most educated about. Um, But it really is crazy when you become aligned with who you want to be and you take action, your entire outside world, you start noticing whatever's going on inside the internal changes. You start noticing the external changes and you just attract. Yeah. So a few things. One, um, like I said to my audience, I will make a whole podcast talking about all of this once I hit past 90 days. So it'll come in two months. But one thing that I did do to like believe that I was going to get through this is I wrote myself a letter past 90 day Taylor. And the thing was basically like, the letter basically just said like, congratulations, you finally honored yourself. Like, you know what I mean? And it was kind of like me telling myself how I was going to feel in hopes, you know what I mean? And not in hope, but saying it, this is how it is. Like you did it. You honored yourself. You did this. And that is like an example of how you can just bring, believe it. Because once I wrote that thing, I was like, it's set in stone. I already wrote the letter. There's no going back now. You know what I mean? It's like holding yourself accountable. Uh, The second thing that I really want to say is how you say people don't realize they're manifesting, even though they are. And that is something that I had a realization once I started to learn about manifestation. Once I started to realize the words that came out of my mouth that I wasn't even aware of. And for like example, going back to like the money thing, the manifesting money in my life, you know, I became aware of like things that I say about money. The book often talks about curing your relationship with money. And so one day randomly I was like talking with a friend and I was like, da 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 da, why is everyone in Mexico? How do they have the money to go to Mexico? Like I wouldn't want to drop 10 grand and just go to Mexico. And then I was like I was like, wait, and I was like, just kidding, universe. Like, I do have 10 grand. If I wanted to go to Mexico, I could. Like, I literally don't know why I say that. Like, I do have the money to go. I just guess I don't want to spend that money to go there. But the way I talk about it is just like, I tell the universe I don't have this money. And they're like, okay, bet. But like, I in a sense, do. If I wanted to go anywhere at any point in time, I, for some reason, I could find the money to do it. I could, you know what I mean? And so I didn't realize how many times I would just say things like talking negatively, not even about money, but about my own life being like, school. This is a huge thing. For whatever reason, I'd always complain about school and be like, oh, school drains me. It takes so much of my time. It does da 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 And then I'm like, I actually like school. It teaches me so much in my business. It literally makes me grow and expand and it creates so many of these connections. I don't know why I talk so negatively about it as if it's hurting me when all it's doing is helping me. And so once I started being aware of like things I said about things that I actually enjoy, such as money, school, my own like when I have to pack, that takes a lot of time, stuff like that where I was like, wait, no wonder I feel sorry for myself because I <laughs> I say these negative things about things that love and should bring me joy. And so I also love how you talked about being gratitude. So one of the things on my journey of trying to figure out how to manifest is people talked about your manifestations happen more efficiently when your vibrations are higher. So I'm like, what does that mean? So then my next stage was how to make your vibrations higher. What does that mean? And so the thing that I came up with you can add to is like 
they say being grounded and having gratitude are the two things that your vibrations will skyrocket. And so in this 90-day process, I've basically surrendered to like anything new is welcome and I'm ready to go. So I'm like, okay. So being grounded, I'm like really focusing on that and then showing gratitude. And you know, I am 30 days in, so I am starting to see a higher benefit of things. And all of a sudden, I'm like, I feel like I'm in a different dimension. I feel like how in the world have I been living in gray fog for so long with not even realizing I was gray fog and all of a sudden I feel like I'm in this whole other world like suddenly I have a whole other appreciation just for the little hairs in my nose that I can feel when I inhale and exhale like it's crazy but I'm like (laughs) like life is so much elevated when you're just there and it's hard it's I you know this is me coming off of a high and I've had days where they're low and I have to kind of force myself drink your water and read your pages but it's that momentum that I'm trying to build so I know that was a lot I just spit and I have to say something off of that too that's really important you're here's the thing not every day is going to be sunshine and rainbows and gratitude galore that's not the point of life that's not the point of manifesting you need the lows in order to see the highs but it's having the tools and the mindset behind why you're doing what you're doing to get you through the low days and the bad days like you said you don't want to suppress and make it seem like your feelings and your emotions aren't valid it's noticing them and then choosing to still show up as the version of yourself you know you can be despite it being really damn hard in the moment. So I think that's really important. Like you're going to have the low days. It's not just, oh my gosh, the sun is shining and I'm grateful for my breath and my movement and this and that. That's great to be grateful. And at the same time, you're valid to have the low days to feel low, you know? Yes, and you need to just understand that you do have like the tools. Learn to give yourself the tools because when you are in those bad days, like you said, it's kind of like I do kind of turn into autopilot. It's like, okay, I know I'm not having a good day, but what can I do? And so I do go on like my daily walks and I'm like, take it in, start breathing, feel the sun on your skin, look at the lizards on the ground, start noticing flowers that you've walked by a million times but you've never noticed and things like that. And then all of a sudden my vibrations are higher and my bad days aren't so bad days anymore. Because if you wake up and you're like, oh, I'm having a bad day, then you tell yourself that, you tell the universe that, and she starts feeding you bad day things. You're like I don't need bad day things I need higher vibration things yeah and the way the once again the way you think the beliefs you have it's not easy work to change it because if you've been living let's say what you're 23 22 23 22 22 Mm -hmm. I'm 22 too we've had 22 years let's say up until we started this whole manifestation law of attraction note becoming aware 22 years of unlearning it's a lot of a lot of this is unlearning what society tells you to think like work is hard hard work pays off you need to burn yourself out it's a lot of unlearning in order to tune in to what makes you feel your best which is going to be very different from what makes someone else feel their best and it's doing more of what makes you feel good that's going to raise your vibration that's what's going to help you get in alignment and when you're in alignment you attract at such a higher rate because you're not listening to the outside world and you're not getting sucked in to things that are draining your energy wow yes thank you jordan i feel like you've added so much so much information i hope that any listener gets anything out of this podcast um i definitely want to have you on again in the future so we can go further in depth this is just scratching the surface i know 
Um, before I do let you go, I always ask my guests at the end, like, what is one thing that you want to leave with the listeners, whether it's what we already talked about or a new concept? What is just that one thing that you're like, if you're going to take anything, take this? Uh, you have one life, you have one body, you have one mind, you have one you. Make sure you're not holding yourself back, keeping yourself small because you have so much potential and so much to offer that you just need to tap into and believe in and just have massive belief in yourself. That's amazing. Thank you, Jordan, for coming on and taking the time to listen to the Tay Rock Rock and Roll listeners. Where can they find you if you are like, um, if you are taking new clients on right now, if they're interested in following you on social media, go ahead and give yourself a nice plug before we let you go. Yes, well, love being on here. Love you, Taylor. Uh, you can find me on Instagram as kind of my main social platform. It's Jordan, J-O-R-D-Y-N, Hector, H-E-C-H-T-E-R, Jordan Hector, and my link to my website's in my bio, or you can DM me. Uh, yeah, Instagram is the way to go. Did I say your name wrong? Did I say Hedger? At the beginning? It, people never pronounce it right. Okay. Hector, Hector, okay. which, I was like, whatever oh, way no. flows. <laughs> At the very first no, three whichever seconds. Whichever way is good. <laughs> well, thank you so much, and I look forward to having you on again. Thank you, Jordan. You were amazing. Oh, my gosh. You are amazing. Thank you for having me.